Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hello and welcome, everyone. I'm Travis Cronin, and you're listening to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. Today, I'm joined by my two savvy co-hosts. We have Gwenabit Diana Flambert. Oh, give me that name. Hello, guys. <laughs> and Sarabet Diana Huron. No relation. No relation. But hello, everyone. We have so much to discuss. We do. It is such a big news week. God bless it. Today, we will be dishing on a new baby healing families, a rapper and a supermodel linking up in France, a Barry Benefer move-in, a bachelorette opening party, blood necklaces, and much, much more. Well, let's start off with what made our co-hosts grasp their proverbial pearls this week and go, whoa. Sarah Huron, what made you go, whoa, this week? This week on Beverly Hills, we're starting to finally get some answers about Erica Jane after the never-ending trip to Lake Tahoe. We found out she told her co-stars that she filed for divorce via text message. A very plain text message is from Erica. Ladies, I filed for a divorce this morning. This is going to be tough. Thanks for your support. She seemingly sent this text only to Dorit, Kyle, and Lisa Renna. So I love that we're finally finding out how the ladies found out about the divorce. And the same day, Tom was in court for the first time in months and virtually. Obviously, his brother was granted his temporary conservatorship. And Tom in court, the same day this episode aired, told the judge that he disapproves of the conservatorship and he doesn't want it. Um, The judge went ahead and moved forward with it anyway, since Tom has been, from what we heard, diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's and dementia, but just so much to unpack. I mean, we need the housewife and the hustler to be here ASAP. (laughs) Sarah, that was going to be my woe. I'm not even kidding. That is what made me go woe this week as well. Which part? All of it? It was the text messages on how the girls found out because that's just all I wanted to know is how Erica Jane kept up her real image and still told them about her and Tom's divorce. Do you think that they're going to find out about the lawsuit that came out in December on text messages too? I think that she's going to tell them at dinner based on previews. Fair. Yes. Gwenabit, what made you go woe this week? Oh my God, you guys. Did you see... That Fran Drescher, yes, Miss Fran Fine herself. The nanny named Fran. Wore that striped Moschino vest from the nanny. Like her epic Moschino vest in an Instagram post. Of course, it was to um, announce a 
um, health benefit that she was doing with HBO Max, because you know, the nanny, Fran Drescher, actually the real human, Fran Drescher is a cancer survivor and she is very vocal and very active in women's causes. But she posted that vest and the internet lost their damn minds, you guys. She looked amazing and better than she did the first time 20, 30 years ago when she wore it. I was blown away by her makeup and like radiance. Also follow the Instagram account, What Fran Wore. Iconic, breaks down all of her outfits, shows you the tags. It's an amazing, amazing account. Love the Our, nanny. Oh, the fancy girl from Flushing. <laughs> Flushing. Well, let us get into the news. Well, we have to start off with the royal baby. Sound the trumpets. Dun, 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 dun. We have Lilibet, Lily, Diana, Mountbatten, Windsor, first of her name. That Mount is Batten, right. Windsor. Mountbatten. Windsor, really, you know, low-key casual name for the Sussexes. That's right. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have welcomed their second child, a girl. They say it's going to be their last this week and gave her this lovely name. Lily is, Lilibet is a nickname that Queen Elizabeth had. Doria used to call Lily Meg a flower when she was younger. So the name's got all types of meaning. And of course, her middle name, Diana, is an ode to Prince Harry's mother. Gwen, tell us everything you know, your thoughts don't hold back. I know you won't. Here's the thing, you guys. You know, and our listeners know, because I have not held back from being very vocal, let's say agreed with some of the choices that Harry and Meghan have made. However, this name absolutely blew me away. It was the very best thing that they could have done. It was kind of like they were kind of being like, all right, bygones, now let's move on. And I also just think the name is amazing. Lilibet was a nickname given to the princess Elizabeth by her father. And then later, it really was the only name that Prince Philip called uh, his his betrothed through their entire relationship. And, you know, it goes, it's worth noting that today would have been Prince Philip's 100th birthday. So I think that it was a really, really amazing move. I think the name is beautiful. Harry did ask the Queen's permission to use this name, which is quite intimate, um, and apparently the queen was overjoyed. So, I mean, guys, you know, sometimes the jury's out for me when it comes to old H&M. But I got to tell you, super, super, super into the name. Super I have a hot take. Okay. Please. Okay. I like the name. I think <laughs> it's pretty. Like Lilibet is like ro- regal and royal and cool. And Lily is beautiful. And there's a nickname. And so I like I like the name. However... <laughs> Aren't these the two people who just spent a year telling us everything that sucks about the royal family, a.k.a. the institution that Queen Elizabeth has dedicated her entire life to obtaining and representing and is proud of? And now we're supposed to think, I know she's a grandma, too. I know Harry and his grandma have a great relationship. However, however, this is supposed to this woman represents what they supposedly hate so much. So I really I don't necessarily get it. Sorry. I think it's a beautiful name. The grandma side. I get part of it, but it's, it's kind of complicated for me. And so why do you hate families and want to break them up? Um, well, you know, mine is actually pretty functional. So I, I guess I look for drama elsewhere. But do you know what I mean a little bit? I, I mean, come on. 
I do, I do. But I think that this was a <laughs> lovely, I think this was a lovely olive branch. We've heard from sources that this baby has already helped <laughs> end the rift between Prince Harry and Prince William and Kate. We hear that they're talking more. Everyone seems to be happier with them. So I think that the name probably had a lot to do with this. It's not just that she was born. It's that they really, you know, took into account like their favorite parts of the royal family. And I think it brought them all closer together. So yes, they have been bashing this royal family and it's a little strange, but I think this baby is all for healing. <laughs> healing. Lily has come in the spring summer to heal these royal rifts and wounds. JLo and Ben Affleck, heard of them? Yes, everyone has because we can't shut up about them. They are moving fast, moving hot. Sources have confirmed to us that JLo is looking at homes and schools for her children in LA. She is leaving Miami. A-Rod is really synonymous with Miami for so many reasons. And Ben Affleck is definitely has his home base in LA. So now JLo is moving across the country, picking a new school for her kids, and possibly going to move in together. It looks like they're at least going to be living close to each other. But we did get a very interesting update from a source that Jen Garter actually approves of JLo. She is all for it. The source tells us she has met Jennifer many times throughout their careers, their lives, and she thinks Jennifer JLo is a great mom and she is happy for the two of them together. I thought this was very nice that Jen Garner approves of JLo because it's not easy when you're your man starts dating his old flame, sexiest woman in the world, Jennifer Lopez. But Travis, did you see the video that she posted? Jen Garner posted a video today. She's on vacation with her kids in Oklahoma with family. She posted a video showing them fly fishing with her uncle Robert, catching a little fish and releasing it. But of course, the interwebs are kind of a chatter about is this a nod to there's more fish in the sea and none of this bothers her? I just think that Jen Garner is awesome and living her best life. And I think for sure, listen, Jennifer Lopez is a stabilizing force for yeah. Affleck. So if I was Jen Garner, I would totally want this to continue. And I think she does too. I agree that he's a stabilizing, she's a stabilizing force for Ben Affleck, which we know for a fact that he needs, but it is bringing a lot of media attention to their family, which I wonder if how Jen Gardner feels about that. And also, I just can't wait for these kids to get old enough. Jen, uh, JLo's twins, the Affleck kids, A-Rod's girls who are obsessed with JLo. So they're all around the same age and I can't wait for them to be teenagers. One of them will inev inevitably like be a model or something and telling us what they were thinking at this time because we saw the A-Rod JLo family really blend and I can't wait to hear what they were all thinking at this time of, with these very, very famous parents all in this like love triangle web thing that the whole world is talking about. Something yeah. that always stuck with me Years ago, when um, Jennifer Garner's kids were young, I remember reading in an article in a magazine, I don't think it was ours, but it could have been, that Jen Garner said that her daughter saw Jennifer Garner printed somewhere, and she was like, who's Jennifer Garner? Because she only knew her as Mrs. Affleck. Mm. So, you know, I I don't know, you guys. I think that Kids today are very used to blended families. I think they're very used to their parents getting divorced and dating new people. And like, sure, these are super duper famous people, but it's all relative. I feel like 
Jennifer Garner is one of the people in Hollywood that has done an impeccable job with keeping her kids really, I don't want to say sheltered, just normal. You know, living in Pacific Palisades, kind of doing their thing, like focusing on school and playing like normal kids. Like she sort of never got caught up and doesn't look like she's going to get caught up now. That's true, but they all have TikTok these days. So some of those kids are scrolling through TikTok and they're seeing Madison LaCroix's face and they're like, what's going on? And they're watching their dad and the Jenny in the block, Jenny from the block music video from 2002. Like, dad, why are you rubbing your now girlfriend's ass two decades ago before you met mom? I'm just saying there's going to be questions and I can't wait to hear their side of the story. I really thought that as well, Sarah. I was thinking, is the algorithm tailored to them? Are they seeing so much Jennifer and Ben content on their Instagrams and TikToks? And I would like to know how they feel as J-Lo as a stepmom, because we saw A-Rod and J-Lo's families blend together so well, right? They were obsessed with her. They had singing in common with each other. They were just in love with her. And I don't know if it's going to be the same with Ben Affleck's kids, but they better get used to it because their parents are in love and JLo's a common. So you better get used to that fabulous stepmother. Let's move on to someone. JLo's saying hi. Chris Harrison is saying bye. Sarah Huron, tell us about this bye Felicia moment with Chris Harrison. And will we ever see him again anywhere? So many good questions, Travis. Well, as you guys all know, and you know, if you listen to Us Weekly, it's here for the right reasons podcast. It's about The Bachelor. It's pretty good. Um, Chris Harrison has not hosted a Bachelor show since Matt James finale, which was obviously filmed during the fall of 2020. In February 2021, he came under fire for his comments about Rachel Kirkinell after she was partying on a plantation in college and these racially insensitive photos resurfaced. Both Rachel and Chris apologized. People took a lot of umbrage with the way Chris Harrison spoke to Rachel Lindsay about the situation. Um, and he admitted himself <laughs> that he spoke in a, ma- a manner that perpetuated racism. Um, as a result, he was not a part of Matt James after the final rose. Then ABC announced that he wasn't going to be a part of Katie season, which premiered this week. And that led to this announcement that came this week. Obviously, Paradise. He wasn't going to be in Paradise. And he hired this high-profile lawyer back in March. And ever since he did that, I think most of us knew that this probably wasn't going to end with Chris Harrison handing out roses again. Um, But we got our confirmation this week that he officially cut ties with the franchise. He is receiving a reported eight mid-range eight-figure settlement so approximately around $50 million to keep his mouth wow. shut. I know. Wow. Keep his mouth shut and quietly go his separate ways. Um, there's all these reports about him and his his high profile lawyers, you know, threatening maybe air some some dirty laundry. And this money is a way to keep him quiet. So that's interesting. Warner Horizon and ABC said in a statement, Chris Harrison is stepping aside as the host of the Bachelor franchise. We are thankful for his many contribution over the past 20 years and wish him all the best on his new journey. And Chris uh, released a similar statement thanking everyone for um Quote, I've had yeah, a truly... Yeah, statement incre- was so boring. Yes, his statement was so boring. I've had a truly incredible run as the host of the Bachelor franchise, and now I'm excited to start a new chapter. I'm so grateful for Bachelor Nation for all the memories we made together. While my two-decade journey is wrapping up, the friendships I've made will last a t- lifetime. A friendship and that $50 million. <laughs> million to stay quiet. Now, Sarah, as a bachelor aficionado, I think I have some, you know, ideas of these dirty laundry that he's keeping that is worth 
$50 million. What do you think? Do you think it's just so he doesn't sort of talk bad about them and perpetuate the ongoing drama? Do you think there's actual behind the scenes secrets that he is being paid literally to keep shut? Yeah, I'm sure there is. I mean, it's no surprise that The Bachelor has some controversy sometimes. I'm sure there's stuff within this situation specifically that maybe he wants to clear up that would make them look bad. Maybe some internal discussions they had about how this interview with Rachel Lindsay came to be, people's initial reactions to it, and then when the tide started to turn turn and the backlash. Um, so I'm sure some of it stems from literally just this situation and how it was handled. And then other stuff, yeah, I mean, they made it clear two decades. Chris Harrison has been the host of The Bachelor since its premiere in 2002. We saw Bachelor Pad. We've seen Bachelor Paradise, obviously The Bachelorette. There's been a lot. Bachelor Winter Games. Bachelor Winter Games. Winter Games. I mean, there's he's been hosting the face of this franchise for a very long time. So, of course, he knows that. I mean, Mike, Google Mike Fleiss, the creator of The Bachelor. He's had his own court drama, to say the least. So, I don't know. I think it's, you know, a lot of people are upset about this. Um, I think the whole thing was just handled weird. And if they did want comparison <laughs> to lead the franchise forward, he should have probably been a part of like the reconciliation they did with Emmanuel Acho and moving the franchise forward and have him talk about it versus kind of hiding away. Cause it just was like too much time. It was like very weird. It was festering. And I, I don't know, but that lawyer, he's the one who got Gabriel union, her money. He got Megan Kelly, her money. This guy doesn't mess around. God, everybody hired that lawyer. He's getting the big dollars for like scorned people kicked to the curb. Yeah. And everyone's a cancel culture and like, I do get it and you know, whatever, but Chris Harrison's going to be fine. And I personally think he will work again. Um, if he wants to, I think it'll be a minute, but you know, we see Billy Bush on extra right now. I think we'll see Chris Harrison somewhere else. If that's where he wants to be. Army hammer going to rehab. Um, Army has reportedly checked himself into an inpatient facility outside of Orlando, Florida, where he's currently seeking treatment for drug, alcohol, and sex issues. A witness wrote on Instagram that they had seen Army walking into the Grand Cayman Airport with Elizabeth Chambers and his children on May 29th. The onlooker said that their goodbyes seemed, quote, emotional. Neither Elizabeth nor Army has commented on this treatment plan, but Army hinted that he would be focusing on his well-being when he announced his exit from an upcoming Broadway show. He said, and I quote from the arms hands, I have loved every single second of working on the minutes with my family I had made from Steppenwolf. But right now I need to focus on myself and my health for the sake of my family, he said in the April 2nd statement. Consequently, I will not be returning to the Broadway production. Now this is news that all of us on this podcast have been waiting on bated breath for army hammer to get himself some help gwen are you thrilled i am i mean i've got two thoughts number one i can't believe it took this long but i'm happy mm -hmm. we finally pulled the plug and second i like that he's saying that this is for an indeterminate length he is checking himself in until he is better and we know that homeboy's got quite a few issues so you know i hope that he really does stay there until he is well I agree with both of your takes, Gwen. I took you long enough is my biggest question here. I thought we were going to get like a, oh, he's secretly been in rehab this whole time. Yeah. Trying like a an image rehabilitation situation. However, I just don't know if Army Hammer's ever, you know, going to come back from cannibalism accusations. That was just a wild time to be alive, you know? I agree. It really was. <laughs> we will never forget when he wanted to eat the toes and the ribs of the rib his 
girlfriends. Allegedly, actually not allegedly, these ladies said it. So it was not alleged at all. I just, after the videos came out of him like smoking DMT vapes, saying that this was the only thing that, you know, wouldn't be caught on drug tests so he could see his family. And I mean, the woman in his hotel room, all of those were just such bad looks. I'm glad he's getting treatment. But the real star here, Elizabeth Chambers, I mean, talk about like standing by the father of your children for your children, walking him to the airport, getting him treatment, hugging him goodbye. I mean, a soldier, an icon. I love how she handled all of this. You know, not comparing Ben Affleck and Army Hammer because very different situations. However, Jennifer Gardner stopping by Jack in the Box for Ben on the way to substance abuse rehab vibes here. Elizabeth Chambers definitely looking up to Jen Gardner for this. And we we have to applaud that. <laughs> Women, you know, trying to help their men get it together. Well, it's the father of their children. And these women are classy. And they know that they need to have these men in their lives forever because they share children with them. So, right. you know, yeah. and I think also that Elizabeth Chambers, if she's helping to manage his care, then I feel better about him actually getting the care, you know? Agreed. I feel like if he has someone on the outside who's sort of making sure he goes through with all of this for the sake of their children, he is has a much better pathway to success. But I really agree with Sarah. How do you come back from any of this, like going into the public sphere as anything? But, you know, his family is worth over $400 million. So I think he'll be fine doing whatever he sets his money to. Mine too. Mine. <laughs> yes, I think he'll be fine. Angelina Jolie has arrived in NYC, and it's her birthday. She was seen um, this week grabbing hot dogs from Gray's Papaya with two of her sons during her birthday trip to the Big Apple. Can't wait to see what other things they do. But this is just an introduction to the news that we reported at Us Weekly magazine this week that Brad Pitt has entered treatment for depression because of all of the divorce and custody issues he's gone through with Angelina for, I don't know, 200 years, I think it's been going on. No, it's been going on for seven. It's been going on for seven years, the custody, the divorce, all of this. And Brad has sought treatment for depression. And again, glad he's getting the help, but really, really sad sitch. I think it's a sad sitch, but this may explain the man bun. <laughs> no, he was a little depressed. He didn't want to wear his hair down. He wasn't feeling it. Listen, I think that it is sad that he's depressed. I think that it's amazing that he is seeking help. So that's great. God we gotta, we gotta applaud everyone this week for seeking help. You know, what a it's been a dark year. There's been a lot going on. It's uh, been a the, dark year and people are really stressed about the world opening back up again. Yes. You know, I think that for anybody who takes the bull by the horns and really takes care of themselves, it's pretty great. I think I've said this before, but Brad and Angelina always really confuse me because it's like one of the only times when I feel like Angelina is very like insistent on a lot of these things and the world kind of is on Brad Pitt's side, good or bad. Um, and it's very included and the judge too, because it's um, obviously ruled, you know, in his favor. So yep. just a very confusing one. And I know we had a source that said Angelina is like not happy and is not really going to go down without a fight. So I'm very nervous that this is somehow not over. Do you know what I'm nervous isn't over? 
Kanye West. Kanye West. <laughs> Kanye West relationship drama. Yes, Sarah. I really, really am. So if you, you know, didn't check your phone yesterday, Kanye West was seen with supermodel Irina Shank, baby mommy to Bradley Cooper, iconic face, iconic <laughs> body, just overall hot person. They were seen frolicking in France together for Kanye West's birthday. And a source told us they have been quietly dating for months. He thinks she's beautiful and they are very into each other and excited to see where this relationship goes. I want to know what your guys' first thoughts were when you found out that Kanye and Irina are now the new couple we will be watching. Well, you guys know what my hot take was because I texted you both as soon as I heard. <laughs> it's like, what? I couldn't believe it. I mean, yes, exact text. What? <laughs> so crazy. She's with the same psychographic. She's so beautiful. I mean, maybe she just wants to have fun. Maybe she wants to be a single mama and she just wants to like enjoy these men without anything heavy. She knows what she's getting into, I guess. I think that these two, because I couldn't see who, I couldn't really think who Kanye West should date next. If you asked me, I'd say I have no idea what person would sort of want to step into this really crazy situation with this guy who's sort of all over the place <laughs> and chaotic at a lot of times. And in Wyoming. In Wyoming as well, he lives on a ranch in the middle of nowhere. But I think that this supermodel has dated really a really famous guy before, other famous guys before him. I think she's sort of a perfect match for Kanye, you know, given all the circumstances. And Kim agrees. A source tells us that Kim is really happy with this relationship because she saw how Arena stayed quiet after the divorce with Bradley Cooper, and she would much rather have. Kanye dating someone like that than say a Larsa Pippen who is going to run and talk to the press if anything happens maybe even before they break up so Kim is happy we heard Bradley is happy with all of this everybody's a happy family I think it's great Kanye deserves a supermodel I'm glad he got one yeah that's interesting you know that's an interesting point on the Kim side of just wanting someone who gets it and we know we don't know that much about Arena like you she has talked about Bradley on the record like once or twice, nothing crazy. Um, and like and they have a, one sentence. Yes, like and nothing, they have a daughter yeah. together. So she's a mom. They She gets it, obviously. Kanye has yeah. four kids with Kim. But what is interesting to me is at first I was like, okay, what the heck? This is so random, mind blown. But the more I thought about it, and after I saw that Irina was in a Kanye West music video in 2010, it actually quite reminds me of his relationship with Kim because he saw Kim Mm. was like obsessed with her even though he was dating other people because she was dating other people said she was so beautiful like called the most beautiful person in the world worked with her a little bit on like some random tv thing and was like obsessed with her for a long time that makes me think that in the back of his mind obviously i don't think kanye wanted the divorce from kim i think it was pretty clear it was her decision but maybe he was always holding a little bit of a candle for Irina since that music video he always thought she was beautiful i could see him sending her some ridiculous message wooing her a little <laughs> bit the same way he kind of wooed him after after decades of friendship. So the more I think about it, the more I'm seeing a little bit of a parallel here. And Kanye has kind of a strategy. Interesting. And also news of the week, guys, Kanye's first Yeezy for Gap item dropped this week. And if you don't- Already sold it, out. <laughs> go to usmagazine.com slash stylish to find out exactly what it is and what the next drop will be. How much, isn't it go. like crazy expensive? It's pretty expensive for Gap. 
it's it's like around 500 for Gap, and it sold out like seconds after it was posted. Like it was announced, and then it was gone in milliseconds. People couldn't even get on to buy the item because the crazy Kanye Yeezy fashion <laughs> aficionados bought it immediately. Well, there was only there weren't that many good birthdays, so we're gonna skip celebrity birthday boxing match this oh, week. Boy. And in lieu, we're gonna talk about Kourtney Kardashian and blood. Yes. You are correct. Sarah Huron, what can you tell us about Kourtney Kardashian and a vial of blood? Well, just like their, you know, emo counterparts, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly, which side note, by the way, did you guys watch the mid mid midnight sun in the grass trailer? She punches him in the face. Well, she punches him in the face. It's very intense. For a Randall Emmett production, it's quite dramatic. I cannot wait to tune in. Um, but yes, Courtney, Travis actually posted a uh, a vial of his own blood um, on Instagram because I guess that's what the cool kids do these days. And Courtney reposted it with a black heart emoji. Of course, Angelina Jolie did it first, but more recently, MKJ, M- MGK, and Megan Fox wearing each other's blood. Now we got unclear why Travis had a vial of his own blood, but Courtney sharing it with heart emojis. I mean, do we think these two are really going to like go the long distance, or is this just like a? If, if a, a like passionate love that's going to burn out by the end of the summer. I think they could go the distance. I think they can go the distance as well. What I really want to know is, have you guys ever wanted to take a vial of someone you love's blood to keep with you? I don't really understand. You know what I'm shocked at? How has this had not been like a Grey's Anatomy storyline or something? Like either um, the blood like was contaminated and got someone sick because they were carrying it around or like even they or like they were like desperate need of blood and they saw someone was wearing a blood necklace like this shonda this writes itself i personally know have never i am pretty i'm terrified of blood i can barely give it let alone give it to someone yeah well it seems to be the number one trending thing of the moment is vials of blood we are buzzing all about wearing other people's blood never thought i'd be saying that Again, Angelina Jolie did it first. Shout out to you. I hope you get all the Grey's Papaya hot dogs you want for your birthday. And, you know, a clean break with Brad, because that seems to be what you want the most. Well, that is all the time we have today. Thank you to my co-host for helping fit in all of this news today. We really got through a lot. I hope you guys learned a little something. It enraged you. It delighted you. It did all of it. Um, Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast because we will be back next week with more drama. Don't forget to tell your friends about us. If they don't know a book about celebrity gossip, be like, crack a book or listen to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood podcast. We sum it all up for you here. And of course, thank you guys for listening and we will be back next week and we'll see you then. Bye.